Leslie on Knoxville by night. Uh, while everyone else was at the cabin, uh, Charlie took the opportunity to meet with one of his contacts, a bartender named Eddie Ratcliffe, uh, who acts really shifty uh, after Mr. Gray and James Colvin's names are mentioned. Uh, he agrees to meet with Charlie on Sunday night. Charlie then illegally breaks into Colvin's apartment and discovers evidence of communication between Colvin and Ethan Bishop, uh, a senior partner, Bishop uh, Price and Walker, which is Peter's law firm. Uh, the same law firm who had the cabin that y'all have been using. Well, they go to the cabin to compare notes with the others. Olivia calls Pete and has an inconclusive conversation with him. Groups decides to return to Knoxville, but while everyone else is packing, Charlie searches the cabin thoroughly and discovers a hidden staircase leading down to a room covered in strange runes that appear to be written in blood, along with four mirrors, one, one full-size, one in each wall. Olivia and Oliver discover that blood does something to the mirrors, but before they can experiment further, Frank damages the, damages the runes while uh, taking a blood sample. Months later, the cabin is attacked by a giant demon bear, and everyone is forced to flee. Most of the group suffers severe psychological trauma as a result of their encounter with the bear. The group ends up at a Motel 6 in some hick town to recover, and in Frank's case, to get drunk. We're going to pick up uh, at about uh, 7 a.m. the next morning. Frank is still passed out. And we will go from there. Uh, did we call in about did the we? gas explosion? So this so, is the morning after, and everybody but Frank is waking up? It's after yeah. the gas explosion. That's exactly what it was. It was a gas explosion. We should call that. Did we all wake up with hangovers? Not me! I do not. <laughs> now, who all failed the breaking point roll and is in some way traumatized by what happened? I did. I did. Charlie, I didn't you, have to roll. Charlie, you're what in a state of extreme denial, or? Oh yeah, it's yeah. a gas explosion. Okay. <laughs> well, we should we should call the fire department or report uh, a severed gas main um, at the cabin. I think that's what we should do right now. I'm gonna go get coffee. Does anybody want any coffee? I would yes. like a coffee. Hundred percent. Fantastic. The cabin actually did have a large propane tank uh, <laughs> and a uh, uh, gas stove and whatnot. So, all right. See, is, I told you that is potentially a plausible theory. <laughs> um, so, while, while we're going to get coffee, I'm, I'm going to make a report to the fire department about the uh, gas explosion. Running out. Are you going to give them Wait, your real, real name and contact information? No. It's funny. I'm gonna tell him I was. I was. I was. I was. I'm, I'm gonna call myself John Smith. I was driving uh, through the uh, the backwoods and heard something uh, make a big sound, uh, sound like an explosion. They should go check it out. That's it. Okay. So I'm just is, organizing all of our stuff and seeing what we got away with. That is making sure all my stuff's in the car. Well, all of. Uh, All of our stuff did, but I'm making. I'm seeing. I guess I'm just double checking that nothing went missing in the night or anything because we're at a sketchy roadside motel. Uh, Aunt Rivera, uh, how long do you think uh, 
Frank's going to be asleep. We need to give him some time. He may need a day or two. <laughs> I guess he did go pretty hard. Did, was he still drinking at about 5 o'clock this morning? I don't think he stopped until he passed out. We've all been there. Uh, yeah, it was about 5 a.m. that he, he finally passed out. Fantastic. Um, yeah, let's go get coffee. And uh, now that we've called in the gas explosion, um, I'll seem to buy new pants, I guess, because my clothes bag was in my car. I'll, I'll get you some... I get, do you have your wallet? I do have my wallet. Wallet stays in the back pocket. Wallet and gun. Okay. I got the wallet, got the gun. That's the important things in this situation. Does anybody have food? What was that? Motel. If anybody wants to ride to get food, I'll drive us to get some food somewhere. We'll bring something back for uh, Uncle Frank. So you have the one vehicle. Oh, yeah, we do have the one vehicle. I guess we're all going... <laughs> All the other vehicles got trashed. <laughs> yeah, All right. Frank curled up on the uh, the recliner or wherever he slept on. Yeah, I think uh, it's the recliner. Yeah. All right. Uh, there is, in fact, a uh, Waffle House. Uh, oh yeah. Next to the hotel. Ooh, smothered, covered in cat. Cat. Hmm. Like the All American. <laughs> All star, it's the all star breakfast. Oh, he said, covered captain diced. Just going to eat away the stress of the past few days. Jeez, mushroom. So, are you actually going to talk about what happened or just sort of, Uh, or is everyone going into denial? I mean, did anyone actually not go crazy? Because I think Aunt Rivera's. Saw that it was a bear, but she's rationalizing it. I can't remember what you said exactly. I didn't see anything. I just heard a noise. Okay. Heard an incredibly loud bear roar. You know enough to know that. Yeah, a bear came back. Must have scared y'all off the road. Yeah, like I saw it, but I don't believe it. Maybe and... just a bear chased us to our cars, and then a gas explosion blew up the cabin. I think that's exactly what happened. And I didn't see anything at all. Like, I just heard and just made sure to get Frank and Charlie out from Frank's truck, which I assume is in a thousand pieces right now, potentially. Yeah, which the fire department's about to find. Hopefully the bin is burned up. And your num your information too, Charlie, on all your vehicles. What makes you think I didn't scrape those VIN numbers off? <laughs> he probably We're not did. going back to that cabin. <laughs> We're not going anywhere near that cabin. But did, I mean, did anybody like Charlie, did you happen to get anything from your vehicle before it's you know? I mean I didn't bring a whole lot up there. There's nothing to identify me. I have my gun in my wallet and the clothes I'm wearing. That's good enough. <laughs> Alright, so what are we going to do now? You know, if it's if well, it I mean, is a gas explosion, could this have 
Vince then, you know, I know we were concerned that it was might have been somebody from the, the law firm. Could this have been Wait, an inside job? Does anybody actually remember the stuff in the basement? That's what I was about to or, ask. Or, or does our delusion... Uh, yeah, that, that was weird, uh, but not uh, incredibly horrifying and totally unnatural. Uh, so yeah, y'all found something in the basement. Uh, but you sure. found the basement which actually was concealed behind a hidden door uh, and a 10 by 10 room with a full length mirror mounted into each of the four walls. So we do so, remember seeing it, but we just remember looking back on our phones and, and all the evidence was gone. But we remember the blood, you know, moving and yeah. Yeah. So listen, why does your buddy have a sex dungeon in the basement? <laughs> we don't know these people. Uncle Pete knows these people. Well, why is Uncle Pete's... Has Uncle Pete been to the sex dungeon? <laughs> no, remember he I don't said think that he has. Never been. I think that his... Uh, that What was his name? Ethan Bishop? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he had just offered it to him. And before Pete got a chance to go, he offered it to us. So I don't think Pete's been up there. Well, as far as I know, he is married into, you know, money. money. So who knows what he's all involved in? I mean, I mean, he seems Ethan Bishop dude a lot. This Ethan Bishop dude's kind of sketchy. Yeah, I just I have so many questions. <laughs> um, if we won't go back up to the cabin, I potentially know some people who will go back up to the cabin and see the state of it. That sounds safer than us going back in case there's another gas explosion, this, if that's what we think happens. Is this your cult again? I've learned not to question the cult. It's, it's, it's the group that I'm with, and before we left, I saw uh, one of my contacts before we left. One of my militia. She saw us leave. So she saw us she, leave? Well... We were leaving, and she left as well. So, so she could be a witness for the gas explosion, right? Did she, she set might it know up? about it? Did your friend try and kill me because I think they're in a cult? It, is she this it? was not going to try to kill us. Is this it? Have I made you that mad? <laughs> yes, but that's beside the point. Uh, she would have not have tried to kill us, and she has no reason to kill us. There's you know, but she can I go back to the cabin with potentially more members of the tribe and see exactly what happened over there and maybe potentially do some research on if that room actually existed or if it was just a carbon monoxide dream. I don't think, I don't think it could possibly have been a carbon monoxide dream that we all remember. I don't think that's how those hallucinations work. Yeah, pretty sure that's not how that works. Um, never been on Anahuasca. What? Nothing. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I have so many questions. I'm dying. Oh, hey, look, our food is here. Hey. When did your brother Thank become you. a hippie? Can I get a refill on orange juice? Uh, sure, I'd hon. Like and then uh, you get your orange juice. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so, well. but serious question. Like, we left the woods heading back to Knoxville. We still need to find a safe place. 
my chips are stale. So, um, I mean, my original plan was just to get in a hotel outside of Knoxville. I mean, I would not like to stay at this motel we're currently at, but that was our original plan. But like, is it is it even going to help us? Like, I feel like they're going to know where we are either way somehow. So I don't. I kind of feel like I'd rather be comfy at home. Well, being home is kind of out of the option right now. Hey, Alan, how far out of Knoxville are we? Like, are we For about an hour and a half? Okay, maybe two hours. The Motel Six. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, my hmm. vote is to go home, but apparently, I'm outvoted on this. Do we want to go back and try and retrieve anything from the wreckage? I mean, you just called it into the fire department, so I feel like if we go back now, it's going to be swarming with people. And I don't know if we want to be with all the officials there right now. Actually, you think it might be just the opposite, because it's a a federal state park. So they would have forwarded the report of an explosion to the rangers, and they would have checked it out. Um, And that's federal. But if, if if there's not fire burning, then uh, you don't know what they'll do. But he, it, I mean, it's not going to be the cops called in. Mm-hmm. But isn't it technically private land that that is on? You don't really understand how someone can own a plot of private land in the middle of a federal U.S. park. Um, True. Have your well, come back and investigate around. it. I mean, I would like to go retrieve my clothes. Is there any way that I could potentially make uh, try to make a phone call to somebody in my tribe? And no. Okay. I didn't think All so. right. So our option is to go back and search ourselves. I mean, the basement might still be there. That's true. May have to just dig through some rubble if it's even safe to do so. And look, we got an archaeologist with us who's used to digging in rubble. There we go. So after breakfast, do we want to try and roll back there and see what we can dig up? Uh, let's start by a hardware shop. Buy a shovel and a pickaxe. Okay. And an axe. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll pay cash. We'll just go to Lowe's and grab a couple of shovels and a pickaxe and an axe. And I will assume that you can go find somewhere in the middle of nowhere a Lowe's. And buy whatever you're Probably like an Ace Hardware. Most small towns have Hardware that. Stores. Yeah. It is Sunday. Support local, okay? It's the Lord's Day. Come on, Dad. Support local businesses. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, local businesses, yeah. Uh, I, I believe in corporate America. Corporate America, hippie. Um, no, we'll we'll go get the uh, the tools and then then head back and roll back up there with the understanding of at least attempting to salvage uh, I got to go food for Frank to eat yeah later S- salvage what remains of the I am assuming is a burnt and blackened husk of uh, our vehicles and uh, the, your the car house. didn't explode it just crashed into a tree it was oh that's true Mm-hmm. And then Frank's car. No, your car got squished. Yeah, yeah. My car Frank's never car started. Crashed into the tree. 
I don't understand the scat squish. My car was close to the house and exploded. I, I don't understand the scat squished concept. <laughs> Something happened to your yeah. car. Well, let's fast forward. Uh, by around 10.30, uh, y'all load Frank into the back of the car. He's still passed out. Um, okay. Frank. He comes to you for just a little bit. His eyes are real bleary, and he just shakes his head and says, Kuwait all over again, and then he goes back to sleep. That's fair. Um, I try to force uh, food on uh, him while he's awake, but it does not work. You uh, drive back. um, How far away did y'all get? Uh, An hour and a half. Okay, An hour and a half, so uh, uh, right around noon, uh, y'all pull back into the area where the cabin was. uh, And the cabin is there. It's completely undamaged. There is no sign of Charlie's vehicle. Oh, can I pull over to where I remember Frank crashed his car? Frank's crashed vehicle. Well, let's see. Hang on. No, Frank's vehicle is not there either. But the cabin looks like it was when you first got there. I, I have so many questions. Where where's the where where's my car? I'm gonna I'm gonna park my car facing the direction out so we can make a quick getaway if need be. Um, and then I'm going to carefully get out of the car and look around <laughs> the outside okay. of the house. I'm gonna go inside like and that. go to where that closet was to go to the to the basement. Okay, you go to that closet and. Uh... There is a piece of paper uh, that is stuck to the uh, door, I mean, where the hidden door was. What does There's some writing on it. What does it say? It says, in a very jagged scrawl, if you go down there and fuck around again, I will fucking kill you all. Oh, everybody. I'm still outside. Right, guys. If you go down there and fuck with the mirrors, I will fucking kill you all. Hmm. Hmm. Can I investigate around the outside of the house and see if I see anything? Sure. Uh, Which plus investigation or survival, whichever is better. Let me pull that back up. Fuck me. Well, that's. A lot of nada. Proud of you, bro. Mm, doing great. So yeah, I find nothing. Then I go in. Um, oh, and there's a one calls. in that nada. Uh, yes, there is. Yes, there is. I just I don't want to be the only one that gets to enjoy the, uh, the pleasures of those kind of failures. I just want to mm. spread that happiness around. Do in fact love those. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's how I got like three and some change XP already. <laughs> it's true. It's true, Web. Yeah, I'm sorry. I finally found the uh, channel that had your dice results in it. Uh, so, do you want a beat for that or just let it be a failure and not try again? No, I'll take a beat. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um. 
you are looking around in that area. You don't see anything. Um, uh, but you, uh, as you are kind of going up an incline, um, you hear a noise nearby that startles you, uh, and you trip over a root and fall down into some mud. And then you hear a voice that says, Need a hand. I don't even, I just scream. Try and get up and run. I don't want to look at it. Okay. Uh, the rest of y'all are still inside, and you uh, hear uh, your sister or daughter scream and uh, run back into the uh, cabin. She's covered in mud. As it's up. I am immediately going to pull my gun out after last night. <laughs> Okay. I, fell, I fell, and there was there were there was some voice that asked me for a hand up, and I didn't even want to look at it. I just ran in. It freaked me out. Nobody else should be out here. Wait, someone someone offered to help you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. Somebody offered to help me up out of nowhere, and I. Mm-mm. I'm mm-mm. gonna open the door, stick my head out, and be like, "Hello." Mm, no response. I'll go outside as well. I'll ask her to point to where. Uh, she fell and see if there was anything over there. I direct where I fell. You can uh, go to that area uh, and you can find where she fell easily. Uh, Anthony, if you want to make an investigation roll or a split survivor roll, either way you can. You said uh, wit survival or wit's investigation? Whichever right. one's better. One success. Did better than me. Uh, you find where she fell without difficulty, uh, and about ten feet away, uh, you find a pair of bare footprints. B A R E, not bare prints, but bare <laughs> footprints. Hmm. Shit, this again. <laughs> this one of your people, Oliver. Did one of your people creep around out here? Did you call them at some point? No, his people Okay, well, while, while he is investigating, I'm going to uh, go ahead and poke around and see if anything else has changed in the house aside from this note. Because I clearly remember this thing exploding uh, the night before in a ball of flame, and I'm very concerned and confused. Yeah, I'll admit uh, Everything looks like it was when you first showed up. Uh, to the point that, what did y'all eat? Or what did y'all eat for dinner the night before? We didn't. We oh, you mean at the at the house? We drank beer. Yeah. For dinner. Um, yeah, y'all eat anything at the cabin? Oh, Plus at the somebody... cabin? Uh, I don't think we talked about it. Granola. Yeah, we weren't really there that long to really fix a meal. I don't think. Okay. Uh, well, you, uh, Charlie, as you're looking around, uh, you notice that. Uh, there's that the granola. There's not any granola wrappers in the trash can. Gotcha. There is actually, uh, and I don't know if anyone bothered to like make the beds before we all tried to leave or anything like that. But all the beds are made. Everything is exactly the way it was when you first got there. Mmm. Mmm. Love that. Love that. Well, I'm freaked out about the footprint, so I'm going to go back inside. Um. And I guess I want to, other than where the stairwell is with the down into the creepy basement, I just want to see if there's anything else 
hidden in the house that we didn't find before. No. No, just the creepy basement that I will not go back into with that creepy note. Mm. I'm going to follow the footprints. Okay. Uh, make me a uh, survival roll. Uh, wit plus wits. Hey. I'll, I'll follow him while he um, investigates the footprints. Okay. Um, wow. After about five minutes, um, uh, and, or Oliver, uh, you are following them fairly quickly. You're a pretty com- accomplished tracker. Uh, and uh, you pause and listen to the sound of the forest. And uh, you hear, you're pretty sure is someone nearby making a leak. And you move on ahead. Uh, and uh, uh, probably another 20 feet. Uh, and you move up a little bit, and in fact, you see you're pretty sure it's the guy from the night the other night, uh, still naked. Um, and he is, um, humming to himself while he pisses next to a tree, and then he stops and Sniffs the air and then turns around and looks straight at you two. Um, h- hello? <clears throat> I thought y'all left. Are you Howard? Uh-huh. Howard? How do you know Howard? I, I, I don't know Howard. I just, I was told, um, this is your land, correct? I, I assume he's naked. Yes. Okay, great. Um, I, I, I was told that this was your land, um, but I was also told that it'd be safe to be in the cabin. It was safe to y'all start fucking around. Uh... Fucking around how so? He looks at y'all funny and says, Are you sure you want to know? Yeah. He still walked away. Well, apparently when we last, uh, we were here, um, my dad seems to believe that the entire cabin exploded because of a Ghastly. <laughs> he turns and spits real loud. So by the way, he's he's he has the build basically of um like some NFL muscle guy. Naked, very hairy, very hairy. Um basically he's got your hair and beard, except if you can imagine like twigs and stuff in it. Uh he's very dirty. Um Completely unashamed of being naked in front of the two of you. Um, nah, there weren't no explosion. The burn up. I just had to fix what y'all broke. Okay. Um, so clearly the cabin is yours. Ah, uh, I just watch over it. Well, 
I watch what's underneath. I assume somebody hired you to do that? I wouldn't put it that way. It's my job. He, he sounds slightly angry about something when he says that. Okay. Um. I would probably be a lot less okay with him being naked and ask him if he's okay and if he needs clothes. All right. We have some pants around here somewhere that offends you. Just and then he turns okay. and, and then he turns and uh, starts, you know, walking further up the hill. Not particularly fast, if y'all want to follow him. Um, I'll follow him. Uh, Terry gave me your name and told me that this was your area. Turn looks over his shoulder at you, and then he looks, and he stops and turns all the way to face you, and he sizes you up and down. And says, "Doing the wolf tribe." Uh, was with them. I'm taking a, a brief leave at the moment. He snorts loudly. And then he, he turns and he walks straight up to you, gets within a few feet of you. He's about probably, how tall are you? Uh, average height for a male, so probably about like 5'10". Yeah, he's about six inches taller than you are. And he gets right up on you, and then he leans over and sniffs real deeply. So you're with the tribe, but you ain't in it, I see. Well, no, no, not currently. Um, but he came I, back? Um, but I did um get get pretty high up in the order i was with him for three years and he just he is kind of a lopsided grin at that says, nah you didn't get that high i can tell well no he took away from them i would think real hard about staying on leave before you get in all the way. After you get in all the way, you ain't gonna be going on leave. I, I kind of figured that it's uh, a thing you do for for life. Um, and he yeah. laughs again and then turns and starts walking back the way he came. He keep talking, but he's he's just walking. Okay. Um, so, so can you tell me about what happened uh, over here? If it wasn't a gas leak, by this point, he's he it doesn't say there for ten seconds. He's on walk, and then he walks. Uh, he looks around and walks over to a bush and reaches into it and pulls out a pair of uh, muddy. Uh, uh, Filthy camouflage pants or hunter's green hunter's camo pants uh, that probably haven't been washed in ten years. You think and pulls <laughs> them on and zips up. Um, 
and you think he's thinking to himself the whole time whether to answer or not. And finally, he says, he turns to you and says, you know, that's too high pitched. <clears throat> no. Have you ever considered that if somebody tells you a secret, you can't ever unlearn it? Yeah. And he looks at both of you, both uh, Oliver and uh, Rivera, and says, So I want you both to think real hard about whether you want to know something that you won't ever unlearn. And then if you really want to know what happened last night, you both ask me again. I definitely want to know. Um. I'll tell you this. He is very intense the way he's looking for it. He's very intimidating the way he asked that question. That if, and, and you think he's serious that this is the sort of information, this is like learning who shot JFK type information, that it's, it's information that's dangerous to have. Would this hurt my standing with the tribe? And that, he waits for a second, and then he throws his head back and laughs and says, doesn't hurt. Okay, well... My tribe leaders trust you or respect you enough to to the point of, you know, not to mess with you, but they have apparently some type of standing with you. Um, sure, I'll want to know as well. Terrible. He, uh, he, he gives you a very disturbingly manic grin uh like he said to himself oh you dumb fools and then he uh reaches back down and fishes out a pair of uh hiking boots that he pulls on ties them up and then he stands up and walks back over to the two of you and looks at each of you in the eye and says that's not I went down in the basement, didn't you? Uh, yes, sir. We uh, somehow my dad found it, and we were just kind of curious about what it was. Curious. <laughs> you were curious. And then one of you fucked something up, didn't you? Uh, I don't you mean by fucking up, fucking up how? Blood rooms on the walls. What are you fucked with them and mess something up? Okay, uh, out of character. Um, did Frank did? We, Frank scraped at it for evidence. Uh, yeah, he, he did, but oh, we all saw him do it. Yeah, you're all in there at the same time. 
And do we all remember it, though? Yeah, you remember everything that happened until you left. Okay. Okay, then we'll get back into it. Um, uh, yeah, somebody did. Um, somebody was going to scrape and potentially analyze if it was actually blood or not. First of all, yeah, it was blood. Second, it was blood rooms that were up there for a purpose. Third, when some fool started scraping them, he broke chain and was fixing to let something in. So I came down. And I turned myself into a giant bear and ripped the place apart while y'all ran off. And then, once I fixed it, I put everything back the way it was. Does that answer your questions, Bub? It does. Um, good to know. And... Uh... So, I assume are not just mirrors then. They're doors. They didn't have a handle on them. No. You just got to use the right key. And both of you can roll your, well, actually, uh, you can. I'll, I don't know if uh, uh, Rivera saw this, but Oliver, do you have any occult? Uh, I have one in occult. Roll your intelligence plus occult. Uh, yeah. Nice. At, at one point, uh, you cut yourself and some of your blood got on one of the mirrors and it rippled. And you did not invest. You chose not to investigate that any further, or rather, before you had a chance to. Frank um, scraped away part of the runes that were on the wall, and that's when everything went crazy. I thought that he cut his hand and. However, it happened. Some of his blood got on the mirror. Yeah, I uh, I, I intentionally cut my hand because. Um, Olivia, Brooke, what did you do? I was investigating the mirror, and my hand caught on something sharp, and my blood got on the mirror, and it rippled, and that's when we saw that it did that, and then you cut your hand and on it. Okay. I would like to point out, I did not try to open the hell mouth this time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know um, wisdom of age. So I'll just say, well, I assume it's blood that opens it because um, it the mirror did something weird when you put blood on it. You could say that. Luckily for you, you didn't put enough. Who knows what would have happened to you if you'd gone through. Do you know what would happen if we put enough blood? Y'all, he went through. 
imagine you'd get hit by something. That seems to be y'all's luck. I have some concerns. Okay. Um. Well, clearly, the cabin is fine. Um, what happened to the uh, the two vehicles that were out here? I couldn't do nothing to fix them. Uh, I threw them both in the lake. Ah, okay. Um, I'm very strong when I want to be. <laughs> I can see that. Um, okay, well then, um, since all that's been uh, resolved, um, we won't mess with the cabin and or anything that might be inside the cabin. And uh, does uh, the law firm know about the cabin? He looks at you and you, you, he does not know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I have a dot in expression about, or what would my character realize he, um, um, because my uncle Pete, he works for a law firm in Atlanta. He says that he, uh, he has a friend who owns this cabin or knows somebody who owns this cabin. And actually that's the reason why we're here. He lent it to us for a couple days. Somebody lent you the cabin for a couple of days. That's that's really who was it that says they owned the place and just rented it out to you? Um out of character it was was it Ethan or Ethan Bishop. Ethan Bishop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Ethan Bishop. Hmm. I have to remember that name. So you don't know who that person is at all? Should I? Well, no, we're just... How somebody... One, how somebody... uh, uh, One, I'm just curious how somebody, even, you know, a wealthy lawyer could potentially own a cabin in the middle of a national forest if you're the protector of this land who potentially is involved with it, and I assume people have come in and out of this place. Oh, I've been here for a while. I'll say that to y'all showed up. If they do, they come in stealthy and I don't scent them. And they don't, if they go down to the mirrors, they're careful about it. And know what they're doing. There's ways to hide from me. You out here in the woods. I don't know how to do it though. Oh, I'll let you go back to doing uh whatever it is I do. I leave. <laughs> Your name, Cub. I gave him my full name. 
And then he looks over at you, Rivera. Give him a name. Um, I would probably give him like a fake name. <laughs> uh, roll your manipulation subterfuge. You have two dots of manipulation, and you have zero subterfuge, so you're minus one on that. So you get... Let's see how many failures I get. You're minus one, and... Hey! Oh, that was Alan. I thought you could. I was like, hey. (laughs) That wasn't bad. Ah. Yeah, I've got to get that. Uh, You do... You can whatever name you want to, and he just sort of smirks at you like he doesn't believe it. Um, That's true. He narrows his eyes at you for a second, and he leans over to you and sniffs real deeply around you, and his expression darkens a little bit. You've been around dead folks lately, haven't you? You say dead folks? Mm-hmm. Walking dead folks. Why do you ask? I was just making conversation. I see. Um, how? I'll look at her like you've been walking around dead people. He's an archaeologist. Oh. Not walking around dead people, around walking dead people. I just Kirkman. <laughs> huh. Well then, um, I- any advice for us? Uh, um, uh, shit. What was the guy's name? Um, Howard. Yeah. Um. So nothing on this Ethan guy. Um. Mr. Gray. Do you know anything about a, a Mr. Gray? Um, a very deep growl comes from somewhere in the back of his throat. And he says, yeah. He looks back at Rivera and says, yeah, I recognize the scent now. Okay. And I ask him, um, what is it that you recognize? That you met Ray. And he did something to you. Put something in your head, didn't he? What do you mean no. by that? I'm just making conversation. So... You do know this, Mr. Gray, and you apparently don't like him. I don't like his kind. Doesn't like federal agents. That's respectable. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we're kind of on the run from him. So, any advice on how to uh, potentially? Uh, stop him? Yeah. 
He leans back and he crosses his arms and he shakes his head. I can't believe I'm getting pulled back of this shit. Tell me from the start when things got weird for you. Um, well, we, uh, we were leaving a bar and we saw a man get shot and killed. Uh, I left. My sister stayed, as did my dad. And then they got questioned by the police department. And then they were introduced to... Mr. Gray, who came around asking questions. And from there, uh, my aunt here uh, started doing some research back in her office. And she doesn't remember certain things that she was doing in the office, and we had some. You know, she had some damage in her office, but doesn't really remember what happened. And then we decided to leave and come out here. I can't do nothing about that. But he looks at you for a second. Oh, you're high up in the wolf tribe. So you could always go see them and tell them that. Mr. Gray, you tell him that Howard said Mr. Gray done something to your aunt's head and you want it fixed. And I'm sure they can take care of you. They may, cure may be worse than the disease, but that ain't my problem. What have y'all two been doing uh, in the probably... <laughs> 20 minutes or so that they've been gone. I I mean, we searched the cabin. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to get very suspicious of the fact that they've been gone for so long. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to go look for them? Yeah, because I guess I'm concerned since I heard a man's voice and then they haven't come back. And Charlie's <laughs> got a gun. So yeah, I'm going to give her... An axe. <laughs> Hell yeah. Axe and a gun. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to go uh, wander out and... Follow the uh, footprints. Yeah, I okay. will I will attempt to fi- follow where they have gone. Um, and I will attempt I to be stealthy about it, too. I also have stealth and survival. Alright, uh, both of you roll your uh, wits Lesser of your wits or dexterity, plus your stuff. Lesser of wits? Oh, mine are the same. Plus, um, I've got two in stealth. Okay. Granted, that happened last time, and I got a critical failure. One success. One success. One success. Hey. Y'all doing the best job you can of creeping through the woods. Uh, In hopes that you could sneak up on the supernatural bear man. Uh, so we'll see how that works. Uh, so, um, uh, Oliver and Rivera, you are talking to Howard. 
He was creepy as hell and very intimidating. Um, but he tells you that about the wolf, about what he calls the wolf tribe. Um, and then he takes a step back and he sniffs deeply. Got two more on the way. <clears throat> One of them brought a gun. You better not start something or I'll finish it. Uh, we'll make sure nothing happens here. Um, but if it makes you feel better to leave, uh, we will definitely understand. Uh, not that you are probably afraid of anything like that. No, not really. He reaches back into the bush and pulls out a a, a, a army surplus jacket and pulls it on. And he just turns and he starts walking deeper into the woods. And about five minutes, about two three minutes later, uh, you hear a noise behind you, um, and uh, your dad and your sister are creeping towards y'all. We see them at this point. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, where have y'all been? You've been gone for a long time, following mysterious footsteps into the woods. Are y'all okay? We are okay. We we met a guy that was naked. A naked guy in just in the woods. In the woods. Somebody else clarifying what I saw the first night here. And uh, we have a lot to talk about. Let's uh, let's walk and talk back to the cabin. Sounds like a plan. So we met Howard. Um. The guy I told you who owns this land. Um, yeah, he was the one who destroyed the cabin and also repaired everything. Apparently he fixed it magically overnight in just a matter of hours. Is this like made on mushrooms or something? Like, what? Did he drug us? Is that what happened? No, but I assume, and I, 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 I assume I saw the letter on me from the uh, from the closet, Alan. If you took it with you, yeah, I think I think uh, someone else said that they read it, so I thought it was still at the door. But yeah, if you took it with you, that's fine. Or you can find it at the cabin if y'all gone back there. Yeah, I'll, I'll show them the note if I still have it on me, and like this was in the closet. And uh, I think if you want the best proof of what might have happened <laughs> last night, uh, Charlie, he said he threw your truck into the lake or your vehicle into the lake. By himself. Like with a crane? No, by himself. He said he can be strong when he wants to be. Mm. Why would he throw... That's just rude. <laughs> Interesting. Did he did he say anything else? This is already bizarre enough, but you know, let's 
I'm just going to entertain the idea that all of this is true at the moment. Um, he said that we fucked up when somebody, uh, aka Frank, uh, scraped the blood off the wall because it was mm-hmm. part of a blood ruin. Ruin. And, uh, I see. Yeah, he said that's, uh, he made sure to come back to keep whatever's in there in there. So he became a bear and destroyed the cabin, is what he said. Yes, all, all, in, extremely possible. Yep, yep, totally. Yeah, I've yeah, seen a lot of crazy totally stuff, but, but, uh, that's, uh, uh yeah. That's hard to hard pill to swallow. Agreed. So, so he he destroyed and rebuilt the cabin because Frank fucked with the rune. Yes. Did he say like why they were important or anything? Uh, didn't really ask. Um, just saying that there are some things that are uh, need to be kept away and. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, he knows nothing about Ethan, but he seemed to growl when we uh, mentioned Mr. Gray. Aha! Great, more sketchy stuff about this man who has all of my life information. Pumped Maybe. about that one. Maybe. That I've never met, yeah. And, but apparently, Rivera has his scent on her, and that but he you, did but you left the bar. I don't recall ever meeting this Mr. Gray. You, yeah, you'd left the bar. Do you think he was the one that came and stole the Betamax tape while you were sleeping? Did that he put you to sleep only, and you just don't remember it? That would be the only explanation of me meeting him because I do not do not remember meeting him whatsoever. Is there any way to figure out what he did to you? If this Howard guy seems to know, then there's, you know... Yes. Maybe he knows how to fix it. Uh, he said that I can take her to my tribe and they sex might cult. be able to do something. Your sex cult's going to be able to do something about this? I think we determined they were just growing <laughs> weed over there. Oh, that's not a sex cult. Um, <laughs> whether they're growing weed or not is uh, <clears throat> has not been determined yet. <laughs> you know of. Uh, mm. But he said that if I take it, take her to my tribe and say that Mr. Gray has done something to her head, that they'll be able to fix it. So your tribe knows who Mr. Gray is? Harry seemed to believe that he is a dangerous person. Mm. Mm. So, so Harry. Who's yeah, Harry? who's Harry? Harry is... Uh, one of the, the matriarchs, Alan. Oh, it's Harry, a woman-led. Yeah. It's a Harry, woman-led Harry. tribe. Mm, all right, sounded a little better already. Um, she she's one of the higher ups in the tribe. Um, so yeah. So so our next move is to go to your tribe and fix Aunt Rivera, right? 
would your tribe even accept us coming there for help? We're not going to get stuck there, are we? Well, we're going to start this new job in like two weeks. They're not going to like hold us, are they? Hold, hold, hold on, we're going to go trust some crazy people in the woods off off the word of another naked crazy person in the woods? I mean, he did put on pants eventually. Well, that's good. I'm, he found them in a bush. Come on, Charlie. He said Mr. Gray was untrustworthy, which kind of makes me trust the naked man more, because clearly that Mr. Gray was a very creepy dude. And this is the only lead yes. that we have that's, you know, that doesn't require us going to Atlanta. I say we go to the tribe, as long as I'm not going to get stuck there. You know, I don't know what kind of weird stuff you got going on there in your weed farm, whatever it is. Um, just as long as Charlie doesn't say anything about him being with the FBI, I think we'll be fine. I mean, I'm not with the FBI anymore. Or were with the FBI. I'm retired. Alan said that you couldn't contact your tribe earlier. Why can't we contact them now? Or do we just have to drive to where they're located? We'll have to drive to where they're located because they're off the grid. Is that? Is that of course they are. The thing. Yeah, they. Uh, a few of them do have cell phones. Just uh, they only use them in certain occasions. Yeah, all this I'll definitely track. Well, all right. So I guess that's our next move then, since we don't really have an idea of even where it's safe to go next, at least we can solve the mystery of what happened to Aunt Rivera. Uh, about, uh, how far away would I be from the main uh, base, Alan? Uh, from here, uh, you think it would probably be about a 45 to an hour minute drive, uh, followed by probably a 45 minute hike through the woods because they are not anywhere near a road. So an equal time to walk and to drive? So you have to drive there and then you have to go walk into the woods. Is it like so 11 message to them. What time is it right now? Like noon? Uh, it's around 12.30. So we get there about 2.30. That'd give us plenty of time to also hike back to the car and get to somewhere to sleep for the night afterwards. If it's like and a, uh, a reminder, Charlie, you were supposed to have a meeting tonight with one of your contacts. Oh, yes. That bartender, Eddie. Well, Split the party. Split the... So we, gave, we'll say he gave you an address uh, and instructions to meet him there at uh, midnight. Yeah, we got to be back in... Uh... Back in Knoxville by midnight. We can't do this by midnight. Get there. We leave um, now. What happened? Did you miss your meeting with your contact? I'd just rather not. I feel like that'd be a bad how, idea. How long do we think this thing with the tribe will take? Because, like, you know, we could probably get back before midnight. <clears throat> I mean, y'all have y'all have no idea how long it takes members of the mysterious sex cult uh, to restore memories that were stolen from Rivera by a rogue uh, 
government agent who hates Betamax machines. When you say it like that, it just sounds ridiculous. Uh, let's let's go tomorrow. Let's uh, let's head back into town, and uh, I don't want to get stuck out in these woods. We've only got the one car. Uh, yeah, I guess we could get an early start tomorrow, so we can get an early hike out there. Yeah, they Instead don't know we're coming. In the afternoon. Yeah, I'd rather not intrude on them. Maybe give you a chance to contact them. I don't know how you contact with smoke signals. Do you need to build a fire? Get a blanket? Like, like, how does that work? A carrier pigeon? Um, Alan, is there a way that I could potentially uh, request a meeting without me having to actually go there? Yeah. Um... Basically, the way you talk, what you said that some of them have cell phones, you don't know if that's entirely true. You think maybe one or two of them do. Uh, but uh, there are they have some contacts who live in Knoxville uh, who are not members of the tribe officially. Well, I mean, they're kind of in the situation you are where they didn't want to like, go through final initiation or whatever the hell it is. Uh, but they still like financially support the tribe and they'll be the ones that well, like, go and buy, like, three months' worth of provisions and carry them out there and stuff like that. Yeah. Let's let's not just surprise these people. I've had enough strange surprises. At least this surprise with my contact is, is you know, relatively normal. I, this, this, is, this, is a, this is why I went to D.C. At least... That corruption, I understand. <laughs> so, so you yeah. just abandoned us for the corruption you understand. No, I didn't say that. We're fun. Um, okay, so we're going back to Knoxville. Get more fun. Say it out loud. <laughs> Olivia wouldn't say it. It's fine. She's, she's not confrontational like that. We're twins. We're on the safe wavelength. I say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I That's did. Fair. I, I can do something about all this woo-woo shit. Um, That's why I left the Bureau. So I'll find some way to leave some type of contact that I want to make a meeting and give them a phone number. Um, do I need to make a roll for that, Alan? Or do I just do um, no, I you can do that when we get back to Knoxville. It is declared. All right, let's go back to Knoxville and we'll uh, we'll figure this out. I drive everybody back to Knoxville, or in the correct direction, at least. I start driving people back to Knoxville. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You, know. right. uh, you get to Knoxville probably around three or four, and uh, you can drop. Uh, Frank off either his place or at uh, um, anyone else or your place to sleep it off on the couch. Um, where, where do you take him? I guess I'd say I'd say I'd take him to my house, but like if we're not going to be there, I don't want him to wake up alone and then freak out because I don't know if he's ever. Has he been in my apartment? Yeah, just the other night, I think. Oh, right. 
Uh, I, I think we'd probably take him back to his house. Okay. So, like, when he woke up from his drunken stupor, he would be in more familiar ground and, you know, make sure his phone is where he can easily reach it, and I lay out food and water for him. Speaking of his phone, uh, while y'all are trying to, while you're at his little, probably a trailer, knowing Frank, trying to get him out, uh, his phone goes off inside his pants. I pull it out and check the caller ID. Uh, it is your grandmother. His mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, Nona. It's Olivia. Olivia, what, what, what are you doing on the on the uh, Frankie's phone? Where are y'all? Uh, we're back in Knoxville. Uh, we kind of, you know, we'd gone to that cabin. Um, kind of got over a little quick you know wasn't really you know as nice as we were hoping uh but we were just dropping uncle frank home um he's asleep and i just saw you calling so i thought i would just give you an update that we're all good we're all good frank's just sleeping or should i drop trey off there or does frank want to come by and pick him up trey is frank's son and it's his visitation week and which he blew off to go to the cabin with y'all. Of course he did. Of course he did. Lovely Frank. Kick his <laughs> kick his sleeping form. Um, slap Frank awake so he can, you know, go do his due diligence with his son. Okay. So Frank's very drunk and suffering from severe PTSD. Uh, so you want to wake him up and put him in. He has no vehicle because his vehicle is at the bottom of the lake. Uh, but somehow you want yeah. him to uh, uh, do something do yeah. something fun with his son. No, I'm just going to tell Nona, um, you know, now's probably not the best time. He's not um, really in any state to be taking care of Trey right, right. now. Roll your manipulation plus subterfuge. Okay. Oh fuck! Okay, that's that is not good. Okay. No, that's I'm not gonna beat that. But let's try it. Hey! Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so surprising. He's not drunk, is he? Uh, not anymore. No. <sighs> Well, all right. Uh, I guess, you know, put her to bed and give him some orange juice and tell him I'll talk to him tomorrow. Nona, I will. Well, all right. Give everyone my love. Sorry that. And when, when are you and your brother day. coming to visit? Uh, uh, we're out of town today, or I, I was going to invite you to, to Sunday dinner. I was going to make lasagna. Uh, we can't make it today, but how about next Sunday? Yeah, I'll hold you to that, dear. All right, I'll see you then, Dona. Oh, right. your brother there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, put him on, put him on. I'd hold the phone out to Oliver. Hey, how are you? Hey, sweetie. When are you going to come by and visit? Have you gotten a haircut yet? We've talked about this. Uh, not yet, 
Um, but I will be over there for uh, dinner next uh, Sunday. That's good. Oh, and uh, your grandfather wanted me to let you know uh, he heard that they're hiring at Home Depot. And since you're good with your hands uh, and uh, and things like that, uh, you uh, that might be right up your alley. And if you if you work with them for a few years, I bet you could get up into management. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Um, do I need to go to t talk to somebody in particular, or? Well, I'll talk with your grandfather. Maybe he could uh, figure out a day to, to meet you up there, and he could introduce you to someone. I think he knows the manager, um, and maybe put in a good word for you. And uh, uh, do you have a tie? Uh, no, ma'am, I do not. Well, well, we'll let you borrow one of your grandfathers. That's polyester. Right. You're, you're allowed to wear polyester, aren't you, with your religious beliefs? I can I can wear polyester, yes, ma'am. Okay. We'll talk later in the week, dear. S sounds wonderful. <laughs> can you wear polyester? Hey, bye. I make a I make a very big note that bye. just says "call you your both? son" underline 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 and put it next to the food water in his phone. Okay. Um. So that happened. Uh, do you want to do anything between then and midnight? Um, well, I guess I go home. Nap. Nap. Did not oh. sleep well in that gross Then going hotel. home. Yeah, if you want to go home and take a nap and just jump ahead to midnight, that is perfectly fine. Yeah, that's it. I would not I recommend know. going home. Mr. Gray knows where you live, remember? get a hotel room a nicer one this so, time one that's not gonna have a gross stain on the bedspread also charlie weren't you supposed to bring like a big hunk of cash with you when you met eddie you yes i am i'm supposed to go take out a big chunk of cash so i will have to go to an atm because it's the lord's day and for some reason banks in the south aren't open on the lord's day yeah. so, where the banks in the north are open on the Lord's Day. Oh yeah, of course we are. We're heathens up here. Um, and uh, Levia, do you have any friends or you know somebody that you trust enough, a, a a boyfriend that you might be able to, you know, go over to their place and we can lay low for a little bit? Yeah. It's been a while. What, what was his name again? Dean or something? Dean. Yeah. I guess we are that level yeah. of desperate. Um, None of you know why she broke up with Dean, but it's only been a few months. Yeah, so it's only been two months and he texts me frequently. Um, we are that desperate. So I... Oh, fuck. I shoot Dean a text saying, oh, God, what do I say? Hey, it's been a while. Within, 
within three <laughs> seconds, you get a response. Hey, I've been worried about you. Listen, I heard, and you know, typed very haphazardly. I, I heard that you were like something happened, and you saw someone get shot. Do you need me to come over? And I don't even want to know how you heard that. Two, is it okay if my family comes just for a few hours to crash at your place before we go somewhere else? Of course. And actually, he doesn't text back. He, you, it immediately rings, and it's him. Fuck. He's FaceTiming you. Oh, God. Gradually answer. Yeah, of course you can come, and it'd be great to see you again. And um, I haven't seen your now. When you say your family, you're talking about your two brothers. It's my brother, my father, and my aunt. I don't think I've ever met your aunt, have I? You haven't met any of these people. That was wonderful. Well, bring them along. I'm looking forward to meeting them. Um, do you need to pick up anything? Uh, will they be staying for dinner? I can. Uh, uh, I can run to the grocery store, or, I, or we can call Grandpa from wherever you would like. No, no, don't trouble yourself. We just will just be there for a couple hours uh, before we have to go to a meeting. Uh, just, just really need a, a house to congregate at. Well, mi casa es su casa. Hey, I'll see you in a little bit then. As soon as she's off the phone, I'm looking at her and like. And this is your ex? Mm-hmm. You want me to fuck with him? <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's, it, it's fine. It's fine. I mean. I love how you're all more creeped out by her ex-boyfriend than you are by the naked man who can turn into a giant bear. I mean, I didn't mean naked man. I would be very creeped out by that. <laughs> more concerned by the fact that um, my sister has pussy whipped a guy, so. I, yeah, I guess that is what we do. We, uh, I guess, or I guess we take, uh, Charlie to the ATM. Okay. I will go pull out a resources, Charlie. Uh, two. Okay. Uh, you can, you can pull out two grand. That's basically all of your savings at the moment. That's that's disappointing. Okay. Or at least for this, that's all your disposable income for this month. This this okay. All right. I will I will pull out my disposable income. <sighs> I guess okay. when he gets that, uh, we drive over to Dean's house. Thank you. For listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash Knoxville by Night pod or on Instagram and Twitter at Knoxville by Night. We will be having new updates on the Patreon page where we will be doing breakdowns of each character so you can learn more about them. Please leave a rating and review so you can make this playcast better. Our next episode will be released Friday night. Your players tonight have been Anthony Hudson, Brooke Norman, Chrissy Sims, and Will Wesson. Storyteller is Alan Alexander. 
The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. Thank you.